0: Welcome to The Genius of Liberty, stories that celebrate the crucial yet forgotten role Ohio played in the fight for women's right to vote. I'm Hillary Copsey, your host. This series is named after The Genius of Liberty, one of the first U.S. periodicals published by a woman. Elizabeth A. Aldrich covered national women's rights conventions and advocated equal access to education, equal pay for equal work, and voting rights for women. She also had ties to the Mercantile Library. Catherine Durack writes and voices genius of liberty stories, and Chris Messick records and produces the series.
1: Today's story is Legally Responsible Women. In December 1877, the Toledo Woman Suffrage Association took on a new cause, the right of responsible women to secure a library card. Minutes for the meeting began on the hundredth page of the record book and captured the conflict in delicate whorls and tendrils of handwritten script. Key words like special meeting, whereas, and resolved, were underscored with the tidy, parallel, confident red strokes of a fountain pen. On December 14, 1877, the Board of Trustees at the Toledo Public Library convened a special meeting in response to a petition from the Toledo Woman Suffrage Association. Toledo women wanted library cards. Resolved by the Toledo Women's Suffrage Association that we protest against the absurdity and the needless indignity to which responsible women are subjected in the refusal by the Toledo Public Library to accept their names as endorsers upon cards of guarantee. The women's petition read, Resolved, the complaint continued, that we hereby respectfully petition the library to instruct the librarian and assistant librarians hereafter to accept the names of women as guarantee for the care and safety of books, equally with men when equally responsible. One of the trustees, Mr. William Scott, suggested an appropriate official reply might begin by acknowledging the substance of the women's complaint. Resolved that the trustees of the Toledo Public Library fully recognize the fact that existing laws do unjustly discriminate against females, his proposed preamble began. Resolved, the proposed response continued, that we disclaim all intentions to refuse legally responsible women." More specifically, the library would consider extending permissions to widows and unmarried women whose responsibility must be determined by the board of trustees in the same as in the case of men. The board omitted any discussion of extending rights to married women as only husbands and not wives could be held legally responsible for loss or damage to books. A final proposed resolution declared that after carefully examining which women were entitled in the eyes of the law to the necessary certificates, the board would heartily tender to them all the privileges of the library within our power to render. Discussion ensued, amendments were proposed, and a vote to defer action to committee followed. Three eyes were defeated by six noes. The final version of the response was a simple letter that acknowledged and offered apology for the injustice that had been done by the board of trustees to widows and unmarried women, who would in future be entrusted to guarantee the proper care of books on loan. The library's disregard for these women appeared to be inadvertent, occasioned by the very large population of females that are legally irresponsible. Nearly 30 years earlier, Ohio jurist Timothy Walker had explained in The Legal Condition of Women that a wife can make no separate valid contract from her husband. Published six months after women had met and declared their grievances in Seneca Falls, New York, Walker's article concluded, let women be consoled by the fact that public opinion has been constantly laboring in their favor. The progress is slow, but sure. Nothing is so hard to reform as laws. It is easier to level a mountain than to overthrow a time-hallowed usage. The ladies of Toledo were gracious in their response to the library board. The association recognizes that the library trustees have done all in their power under existing laws to render justice to women. Library cards for some would have to suffice.
0: Thank you for listening to The Genius of Liberty. You can subscribe to The Genius of Liberty through Apple Podcasts and find all of our episodes at soundcloud.com slash thegeniusofliberty. Our theme music is Battle Hymn of the Republic Medley by Marissa Anderson, originally recorded live on WFMU and used with permission. Genius of Liberty stories come to you from Cincinnati's Mercantile Library. You belong here.